Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show, conversations in the car. My name is Michelle Trena. I'm the creator of Divorce Diaries Show, a one-woman comedy show that follows my life post-divorce, teaching kids with special needs and dating men with special needs. So my special needs moment of the day is the fact that I'm I'm OCD about like this pandemic that's still going on, but I'm also very hungry to get out there and you know perform on a live stage. But like I, I just I just don't know what to do. It's kind of like having casual sex. I need to have sex, but I want a relationship. That indecisive feeling you get, you know, like when you like a guy and you don't want to seem like. You know, you want a relationship, but you want a relationship. That's how I felt in the beginning of divorce. Now I'm like, I want a relationship. I've always wanted a relationship. I've never not wanted a relationship. I busted out of my mom's womb going, where's Prince Eric? Like what? You know, I didn't take sharing the sandbox with another little boy as just a friendship thing. I took it as this means we're lifelong partners, right? Maybe that's where it went south, but... You know, I had a twin, I have a twin brother, I had, I have a twin brother, and he used to just, me, like, very much try to dictate to me what the rules were, and he was, like, a horrible, horrible loser, and we'd have to play again until he won. I'll never forget this, and, like, it just shows, and, and him and I are very opposite to the extent that, like, I try to... <laughs> I tried to block him on everything because he has such the opposite opinion on um, on things that I have opinions on. And and so I think the problem started there. I think that's where the problem started. I don't I don't have daddy issues or anything like that. I was very close with my dad who passed away, God rest his soul, six six and a half months ago. Um, I really think it has to do with this dysfunctional twin brother of mine who I shouldn't say dysfunctional because if he ever listens to us, I should say that the relationship, he kind of was very controlling over me. And then I date these men that are like controlling and yet don't want to be committed to me either. Isn't that some effed up shit? Like you date a guy who wants to control what you wear, who you see, how you approach other guys and yet won't commit to you. That's some Lex level shit. And it's not like they blatantly say that, but they manipulate the situation so that you are already, you're all of a sudden programmed to act like that and you don't even know it. I mean, yeah. So I'm past that phase of my life. Hopefully I've learned because the universe, I feel like every time I meet another guy that I start to be attracted to, I keep, now I keep looking up at, at the sky and going, girl, is this another test? Because I'm sick of the test. I keep failing them, okay? I need remedial math. All right? I need remedial math. Actually, just just let me pass one test. Can you just give me the answers, universe? Can you not make this a test? Can you just be the guy that's supposed to be with me? That I can have passionate sex with and not worry about whether he's actually in a relationship even though he said he's not? Can we do that? Can we do that? Where's that level? No, the universe is like, bitch, you need to learn. You're not getting it. You know, it's like passing the driver's test. You gotta be able to parallel park. It's just a cone. So what if I roll over it? Yeah, well, you can't hit cars and expect nothing to happen. I get it. Um, yeah. So I'm at the point where 
I get super excited no matter what I tell myself. Don't get excited. Don't have expectations. I get super excited if I like somebody. And um, I have a crush. He's not really... I don't know if he's a crush, but definitely was with somebody um, in the early part of the year. That I definitely have a mate. Like, he's gorgeous. He's in the entertainment business. We're just friends. Um, we met from collaborating on something. And he's gorgeous. Okay, did I say he's gorgeous? Yeah, he's gorgeous. And his, and his personality makes him more attractive. Um, and I vibed with him right away. And I definitely had, a, you know, relations with him. And we still talk. <coughs> but it was never, ever in my head that this guy and I were going to start dating. But... I can't help but look at, because we follow each other on social media and stuff, I can't help but look at the posts and see, like, which lady is messaging. Because he's got a lot of lady followers. He's gorgeous. And he and his role in entertainment is preferably entertaining people. So, obviously, you're going to have women following you if you're gorgeous. Um, as though I have men who follow me, you know. But it's always in my brain to want more than a casual thing. I never will not want more. I don't think many, I personally don't feel many women are programmed that way. I don't, I don't think, I think we're programmed differently than men. You know, um, I, I know like today I had a, a business meeting on the phone with a man who told me, and this was the best compliment I've ever fucking gotten. I love it. One of the best compliments. He said, uh, that usually women are the most indecisive. And he said, but you're not He's like, Michelle, you're a man. I was like, thank you. Best fucking comment of the day. Um, so, I am on the prowl to hunt and mostly for work. Um, but hunt for that job and that level of, not job, but, the, you know, pushing my show with my, my uh, content and making people laugh. Um, I hope you guys enjoy Divorce Diary Show. And if you want to hear more divorce stories about my life or other people's lives, please share your story with me. Divorce Diary Show at gmail.com. I get people that message me all the time about their story. And I had one story that I met a woman at a show of mine. And her husband left her after 30 years because he was gay. Um, and he came out of the closet. And, and this woman started crying immediately. And she told the story. And I was like, if I can make this woman laugh, like, I'll be happy for six months that, that I was able to achieve that. Because the fact that, you know, you can draw up those emotions just from this shock of, like, this, my whole, my, my last, like, marriage was a lie. It's devastating. I mean, good that her now ex-husband has came out and he's living a, you know, a more honest life. But it's devastating for that other person to be like, well, what the hell? Um, and... And those stories are interesting to me because it's like you want to make that person laugh because humor heals, but how? Because they're hysterical about something that really hurts, you know? I just poke fun at the shit. Like, I, I dated a guy who was technically married, and I cover that up because I'm embarrassed. We didn't even date. We were just friends, and then it turned into something else for like a year and a half, and it was horrid. I hid it from my friends, and my I've hid it from everybody. It was... It was this, it became an addiction, but it started off like this passionate thing where we were both in love and he was leaving and that was a lie, a huge lie. And, and, and his wife let, let me know that that was never what he was going to do and never did he ever, and that he made it clear to me that's not what he was going to do. That was the worst part. 
that was the most embarrassing part that I could kind of, it's not the same thing as a, as a husband coming out at all, but it's like the embarrassment of like, well, what did I do to provoke this man to not want to leave or something? And it sounds distorted, but like she would say the same thing in the conversation I had with her about she takes it internally as what did she do? And it's clearly this guy's fault. Now I'm not saying the person who came out, it's their fault or anything. It's the, it's the shame I'm talking about. I'm kind of ranting a little bit, but the shame of making, uh, uh, the shame of something in a relationship, right? Like whether you break up because someone was treating, you break up, someone came out of the closet, you break up because somebody is just not happy for outside reasons. The other person always makes, it's, it's always on the other person that they feel like a part of them feels like it's their fault and it's not, but it's, it's like human to feel that way, right? It's this chip in our head, kind of like the chip in my head that says I can never just have a casual relationship. I can never have zero expectations, but I'm going to try because for a moment this year, I did have a casual fun night with someone that I still talk to that I'm not ashamed of that I did that I had an amazing time with. So maybe it is possible. I don't know. Email me your divorce stories, show at gmail.com. Follow all our content. I have some big news coming up. Um, I'm going to solidify it today, hopefully, and I'll be posting on my next episode. show at gmail.com for your divorce stories. My name is Michelle Trena. I hope you're living your happily divorce after life. <laughs>